We could have done it in the meat room. That would have been exciting. Been wet today. <laughs> Sausage day. <laughs> Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora. I'm your host, Benji Nichols. This is a podcast project of Inspired Media. Uh, we are on our first series of shows around the region here in Spring Grove, Minnesota, having some fun conversations around the community and talking about what makes this great small town go around. Stories about communities you love by people you trust, a project of Inspired. Find it all online at iloveinspired.com. Today, folks, I'm telling you, uh, this is this is something something I've been looking forward to. I have Pat and Patrick Longmire here from Red's Hometown Market, Red's in uh, Spring Grove, Minnesota. Here, welcome, gents. Thank you for being here. Howdy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now, when we started talking about putting these shows together, I said, "What are the chances of getting Pat and Patrick in the same room to chat at the same time?" And we said, "Well, let's let's just try." <laughs> we barely like each other. I know. <laughs> I don't know how we make it work. <laughs> well, for those who don't know, uh, Reds is right on the uh, edge of town on the main road here through Spring Grove. And you have been the main grocer for this area for, gosh, 30 plus years. Is that about right? 33. 33 years. Yeah. Sounds about right. Pat, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you find your way into the grocery game? And if I understand, there's a bit of a long family history into that business. Yeah, I grew up in it. My parents had grocery store back in the 50s and got out of it for a few years in the early 60s and then built a new store up on St. Joseph Ridge east of La Crosse. Yeah, I saw some connections there, Cashton, Sparta, up in that direction across the river. Yep. Yep. So then we ended up selling that like in 73 and I finished high school in Cashton, graduated, went in the service, and came out in 79, and me and my mother went in a partnership to buy the store back that we used to have. Wow. And so we ran that for 10 years, and then I sold out my half to my brother and moved over here to Spring Grove in, what the heck would that have been, like 89? 1989. 1989. Wow. And that was an original kind of a small... uh, uh, a downtown grocery store, right? Right across small, the street. Older style. It yep. was right across the street here. Yep. And uh, that was January 10th, 1989. Wow. Yeah. Dead of winter. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but a traditional store, a pretty traditional small town grocery at that time. Right. Yeah. Right. But you knew the game. You grew up in it. Knew in the some game. Ways. But I've learned a lot over the years. And when we've gotten with our latest our wholesaler, you you tend to learn more sure. as we've evolved, and we've had to because of the competition that we have today. Absolutely, I mean that's part of why we really wanted to to help share your story as well as I think you guys have exemplified just an amazing model for a uh, local business of any sort, but especially a local grocery, which is a real um, a really valuable thing to any town, <laughs> yes. and is something we don't see survive just everywhere, right? right. So 1989, you found your way to Spring Grove. Um, Patrick, uh, were you alive in 1989? Yes, he was. Two <laughs> years old. <laughs> Two years old, yeah. Helping stock shelves, I'm sure, along Just the way. Just starting to get into some trouble, I he, think. I would be working back behind a meat counter, and he'd, when he was about four or five, he'd be out talking to all the customers. <laughs> he could hear him out there talking. And he's been quite the chatter this, since. This is probably a good draw. <laughs> I don't remember much of that, but I believe it. 
I love it. I love it. So a solid decade in that store, right, in, in downtown mm-hmm. Spring Grove. And then was it around 2000, uh, 2000. that you built the, the newer store? That's we opened the a new store in 2000. Yeah, which is to this day, it's a great store. It's a beautiful store. And you guys have not been afraid to take on projects and continue to modernize and uh, right. and, and make yourselves relevant by all means, for sure. Um, so, you know, around 30 years then here in Spring Grove, 32, you said, and uh, and many decades before that kind of growing up in the business right. now it's worth saying patrick you obviously grew up uh hanging around the grocery store uh did you work through the store all through your uh school years as well or not so much well i thought i was working there i mean <laughs> <laughs> he used to help me uh we used to clean the floors on the weekends oh, and yeah. he would come and change the pail mop pails out and the floor machine and scrubber i mean and we were out there till 10 11 30 of course we had two, two stores at part of that time, too. Right. We were down okay. in Houston at one point. Right. So um, each weekend we were doing one or the other store. Yeah. 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 It, it never ends, right? The list right. is always there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is part of why I appreciate you guys taking the time today to talk as well. Uh, so, Patrick, you uh, grew up in Spring Grove, went to high school in Spring Grove, and then found your way a ways, a little ways. Is that right? Yeah. Ended up down in uh, Austin, Texas for just about seven years. Yeah. Absolutely. And that kind of leads into another part of the the uh, red story, of course, with Fat Pat's Barbecue, yeah. which is, I think, about the time I kind of got to know you guys uh, when you were on your way back with some uh, barbecue ideas of your own. You bet. Well, <laughs> and, and not just me, but uh, living down there, obviously, the old man would come down on vacation with, with my mom and it's, you know, I'd tell him about the barbecue scene and he would go <laughs> hit i don't remember how many you hit up that one weekend but you hurt yourself i think i did and uh but you know it's just something you know un- until you experience that texas style thing uh yeah especially down in texas it's, it's so cool so those buildings are so old and they've been doing it for years and years and it's family tradition down there too um yeah, absolutely and there's just nothing like that up here so we both kind of got bit by that Texas style barbecue bug. Yeah, that's fun. So I had a, a gentleman I used to do some work with out in uh, Buda, I believe they say. Yeah, man. Uh, Buda, but uh, Buda and um, he and his family took me one weekend to the the Salt Lake. Salt Lake, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that was that was a real pretty cr- neat christening, I would yeah. say, into the Texas barbecue world. Yep. <laughs> but a very cool experience for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, so you know, I, you and your um, your wife as well now uh, found your way back this way. What um, what perked your ears getting towards back towards the Midwest? in southeast minnesota family yeah it was it was family a hundred percent and uh you know I mean, we, worth worth mentioning along the way you're a talented musician done a lot of cool stuff yeah <laughs> right um and uh, when we started having kids it was being on the road just wasn't a uh realistic yep. thing so i'm familiar with that story you bet so <laughs> coming, coming home and coming home and, and sharing our kids is uh sharing the kids with the grandparents and and you know everybody involved so absolutely very important to us yeah yeah no definitely when you were growing up did you ever expect did you did you in the back of your mind kind of think uh maybe you know southeast minnesota we might get back there was there some one of those things that happened over time i I honestly think you know the whole time the grocery store has been kind of a pedestal that people have put in front of me to uh take over at some Uh point and not that i'm gonna do that but uh (laughs) learning the business and i I wish i could show the side eye right now coming from pat (laughs) no i'm kidding i think he's learned a lot about business in the last three four years that absolutely really gonna just propel him 
Well, in the last three or four years, were quite a, a series of years for anybody to learn about business, I think, right? You bet. Yeah. Yeah, you had to change yeah. uh, the way you're doing stuff. Absolutely. So, I, you know, that's a theme I see in Spring Grove through a lot of things. It's like, this is, a, this is quite a small town, you know, you're, you're not 3,000 people, but it's been that way forever. But there are people who continue to push, uh, push things along. There's a community, a very strong community here that continues to see uh, a way for projects to happen, for a community amenities to exist, for a, a great place to live, to continue in Southeast Minnesota. And so when I see that follow through in, in, in businesses, it makes sense to me perfectly, at least from an outside looking in kind of picture. But when I look at your guys' model and what you've done, um, you know, the, the, the grocery game certainly has changed unendingly over the decades. Uh, but what you guys have done is just continue kind of looking just ahead of, of the curve as well of, of what you can do to keep yourselves interesting and fun and, uh, and something people want, right? I think the opportunity that me and my wife had, you know, moving to Austin um, made all that uh, kind of a possibility to make happen you know we got to see firsthand what a big city's doing for coffee right yeah, and yeah. uh and then just a restaurant wise you know we got to see the different types of places down there um you bet it, i don't know it, it all all of that mattered we wouldn't be doing any of that if we didn't live down there because we yeah wouldn't have that passion to be doing the things we're doing now you guys have circled back around 2017 is that about right yep Cool. And at that time, you kind of had the idea, the Fat Pats, the barbecue end of things was a kind of trailer-based food, uh, food, food truck trailer kind of model, right? Correct. Yep. And I remember running to you guys all over the place. I think I'd be up in La Crosse or I'd be somewhere else nice. and say, hey, what's going on? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I, I'm sure a good adventure. Lots of lessons learned. Lots of fun stuff. And yeah. Smoker on a trailer, on a restaurant, and a, you know, all on wheels. Going. Yeah, it's crazy to think. That, that whole thing hauled all that money. <laughs> we trusted it. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a simple... It, it, we get asked a lot if we miss it, and I think we miss the simplicity. Sure. Of the whole... Sure. Uh, Self-contained. Right. I mean, me and him can run it, and everything's cooked, ready to roll. You order it, you throw the sandwich out, next person. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, in, in the new bit it's a lot of timing sure yeah absolutely well and so you know 2017 you guys kind of you're you're coming back the barbecue trailer uh, bringing fat pats to life all those things and then was it around 19 that joe's the coffee house yep. uh august annex addition to the grocery store i guess you just say opened up um and that again i will say like there are some models out there across rural you know the rural midwest where people have taken you know smaller stores uh grocery stores things models like that and just kind of added bits and pieces to them there are a couple out in central iowa i can think think of too that you know all of a sudden uh added up with a hardware store or did something else or you know just kind of like made themselves more unique um but to add the coffee shop i remember when it happened and i was just like it's genius it makes perfect sense to me <laughs> yeah it's been I'm, interesting i'm for sure, sure i'm sure it's been a real adventure um but again also just like interest that you guys had putting that together and finding the right combination of, of how those things can work right that's right Absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, bringing the barbecue in as well. Uh, so currently, you guys do uh, barbecue on Friday evenings, and we haven't even gotten to the most exciting part of the latest addition to your, your lineup of things. But currently, you guys do barbecue on Friday nights. Is that right? Yep. At the store? Four yes. to seven. Yep. And the coffee shop's open every day, I think that's right. Morning hours mostly to uh, five. Not Sunday, the, but... Not Sunday, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then, of course, here just... Uh, oh, gosh. I guess has it been two years? A year, year ago? The brewery end of things uh, has kicked up as well. Well, the brewery's only 
technically been open. Yes, yeah, I mean, it was February this year. Maybe you and I have been talking about it. Yes, yeah, man, we've hit every, you know, and I think that's the way that state planning stuff goes, but we hit about every snag that you could. Yes. Um, we were backtracking on some things, and uh, yeah. but, you know, now that it's open, it's... Yeah, it's a cool model. It's happening. Absolutely. I, yeah, the state was pretty funny when... You were trying to explain that you're putting a brewery inside of a grocery store (laughs) that has a coffee shop as well. And they're like, what? What does that mean? Although I will say, you know, I I hope that at least it's caught some eyes on a more on a more state level in terms of like rural Minnesota development kind of things. Because, you know, I mean, Patrick, I don't know how many places and Pat, like how many places you've seen across even just southern Minnesota where those small town grocery stores, you mean, you have to stay relevant or you're you're not going to make it right. I mean, you got to brand yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I know I can think of a handful of communities that have, you know, struggled with that over the years. And if that, you know, a grocery store is such a fundamental thing for a small town. And if you lose that, that entity, it can be a really hard thing to get back, I think. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's an interesting thing. Uh, a couple interesting things about the store that have been there for a long time. Now I wasn't as familiar, uh, Pat, you have to tell me about being the meatball king. I, I was, I was unfamiliar. Or, uh, I don't remember uh, how that all, well, I know <laughs> we were doing some advertising with, uh, radio station out of La Crosse. It was a local one here that... Yes. Yep. Uh, KQ. KQIV back and, in the day. Yep. Um, the guy, what was his name that was doing the writing? Lives down in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Holy cow. Amit. Tyler. Um, Tyler Amit. Okay. So we had this big group of people sitting down trying to come up with a plan as far as how <laughs> to advertise. there beers? No, there was not. Dang it. Uh, not a meatball in sight. And, uh, so we were talking about it. We must have talked two hours. And finally, Tyler says, well, the two things that I think about when I go back home is pork burgers and meatballs. Yeah. And I just said, well, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can make fun of me all you want or whatever. It, I don't care. And the next thing I know, they come up with this meatball king thing. And that's how that started. It's a good imagery, too, though. I have to say, the sign is pretty epic. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, kid, you know, we hear from parents when they're in shopping, and every time we hear it on the radio, our kids are singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's working, right? You know, it takes we a had, good hook, right? We had one kid come in the store and asked his mom, is this where the meatball king lives? <laughs> pretty much, right? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I love it. My guests today are Pat and Patrick Longmire uh, from Red's uh, Hometown Market here in Spring Grove. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break here. We're going to come right back and chat a little bit more about uh, Red's uh, living in Spring Grove, all the things that make a small town go around. It's Rhymes with Decora. We'll be right back. This is Erin Henning-Nichols, founder and editor-in-chief of Inspired Magazine. Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless, or check out our new website, or become a member at iloveinspired.com. Creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired. That is the one and only Erin Henning-Nichols, Inspired Media, my wife, my business partner, it all happens. And uh, Inspire Media, our quarterly publication, bringing you positive news from across the region. 
I believe we've had a feature on Reds before in the magazine, in fact. I, if I recall here a couple years ago, fun stuff, talking about some of the projects you guys have taken on over time. My guests, Pat and Patrick Longmire, Reds IGA, Fat Pat's Barbecue, and Brewery and Joe's Coffee House here in Spring Grove, Minnesota, just on the edge of town when you're cruising through, do stop. Tell them hello, grab something on your way through. It's a good thing to do. Uh, gentlemen, I remember from doing that article a couple years ago, just talking about some of the things you do community-wise, you're not just a grocery store. Um, you know, everything, so many of the things you've done over the years have been community-focused. When you live in a small town, you don't really have a choice, right? You can be involved or you can't be involved, but the smart thing is obviously being part of the community. But over time, I know you guys have kind of built even some of your models around, um, you know, fundraising dinners or doing things straight out of the store. Store, but they, they had a purpose for them. You want to talk about any projects like that or things you've done over the years? I don't know. Do you? Well, he, he's the one that came up with the meatball, or the, I guess they're not just meatball dinners, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, how many would we do a year? Like Probably eight. Eight of them? Yeah. yeah, starting kind of through the winter months when things kind of slow down from the summer and yeah. Different organizations uh, had the opportunity to. I mean, we would make everything. They would just have to come in and serve it. Um, yeah. And then as a fundraiser, for as, as a fundraiser, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. if you sold, what were we shooting for? Two two fifty. I mean, you walk away with thousand bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And for, uh, community organizations, school groups, whatever it was. Yeah. Like. You know, we've we've kind of got out of it a little bit just because of COVID things. It yes. got kind of difficult. I think we've tried a couple since then, but yeah. Now, obviously, everything's just changed now, and and uh, yeah. being shorthanded a little bit, um, yeah. it's been hard to uh, come up with a plan. Come come back into some of those things that really do make a difference for a lot of these organizations around town. But yeah, absolutely, and and then of course, I mean, people are are facing that same challenge across the way in the service industry in every aspect, yeah, right? right? It's, it's right. a tricky tricky time still. Um, but I will say, you know, it's really interesting. It's fun to watch. Um, Pat, what would you say, you know, in the in the 30 years you've been here in Spring Grove, what do you think the biggest changes you've seen in the grocery business are? I mean, I know that's kind of maybe a silly question in some ways, but um, what do you think the trends or the biggest changes have been? Right, boy, that's a good one. I don't... Yeah, There's been it. so many changes that it's it's gotten more complicated, sure. number one. It, it's It's... Compared to 30 years ago, you could just come to work and that was that. And today, it's it's a whole different game. Yeah. When I know, and I asked you when we started, of course, um, a lot of people refer to it just as Reds, or a lot of people still call you Reds IGA. Mm -hmm. uh, for years, you were you had the IGA banner, of course, and the, mm -hmm. you know the distribution of groceries has changed a lot. We don't have to go too far down that rabbit hole, right. but uh, even that part of it, you know, is just really different than it used to be, probably, right? Right. Like how you acquire your product. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we, you know, we used to be with Gateway Foods out of La Crosse for many years. That that was the thing well they went under it was Fleming that closed it down sure. and since then we went through four DCs yeah 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 um, so it's a fascinating so, thing yeah but also then you guys obviously have, have kind of um, individualized and kept yourselves uh, you know separated by you know providing that real customer service aspect the meat mm -hmm. counter service uh, and then also providing you know the deli sort of end of things and even pre-barbecue that ability to you know provide hot food provide meals you know do some of that kind of quicker service mm -hmm. style things right for our size store I'd say we probably have one of the better delis in the area. I would agree. And within <laughs> within a 50 mile radius. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys are always on my on my path because I'm always going from Decor to Lacrosse or Winona mm-hmm. or somewhere else, and so it's uh, it's been fun. You kind of uh, I can I can hit just about any time of day there anymore and grab something on my way through. Mm-hmm. I honestly can't course. believe that I eat. Uh, our, our deli food as much as I do, but if it, if it, if it was trash, I sure, I sure wouldn't be doing it. I don't know. It's, uh, you, it's kind of hard to get sick of that dang chicken. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, oh man. Yeah. And Peggy fun. does a great job of switching it up. You know, um, she's got a real consistent following with, uh, different employee employees in town and yeah, that come into, uh, you know, patronize the business and everything she's doing. So absolutely. Yeah. She's doing great. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and I mean, those are the, those are the things to set you apart. Right. Um, what do you guys think, like looking into the future, what do you see, what do you see being, uh, around the next corner? I mean, you guys have taken so many interesting, uh, you know, opportunities and chances between barbecue, between coffee, between, um, just keeping yourself relevant, making it happen. Do you, you see things coming down the road that you're interested in? How far do you want us to go ahead? I don't know. It's up to you. (laughs) You can dream. Well, we bought a, uh, I bought a building to move fat pats to cool um and you know i'm hoping that's gonna be next next summer we'll have that rocking wow that would be fun yeah absolutely here in downtown spring grove somewhere downtown spring grove oh i love it (laughs) i love it (laughs) you bet well, that's an exciting thing for sure, uh, and so many people would look forward to you, uh, certainly in lots of different aspects. Uh, love that, love that part of things. Um, and Spring Grove itself, I mean, I mean, certainly living here, you guys have been involved in a, a bunch of different things. I know, Pat, you've, you jumped right in with both feet when you moved back and got involved in different, different projects that were going on, festivals, things that were happening. Uh, and Patrick, certainly being here as long as you have, you, you, uh, uh, both of you have been involved in things. Any, any uh, mentions there that you can think of directly or having come through? just the summer seasons uh tip of the hat to everybody that anywhere that gets involved in those town celebrations um if you've done it you know how much work goes into it that's it um then you just pray that it's a beautiful day and uh if it ain't you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say we'll do it again next year until it happens five years in a row (laughs) right and you find someone else to do but yeah yeah, man true story those town celebrations i mean it's a it's a one weekend wonder it's you know people really put a lot of time into that stuff and i I don't think a lot of people that have never done it realize what goes into those things yeah absolutely when i'll say here in spring grove it's been fun to watch over the years as things you know continue to happen we were talking uh, earlier today on a show with giants of the earth and just talking about how um uh, you know the the every 10 year reunion on the seventh year happens and of course that's a big opportunity but there's a lot of history involved in that too it's not just a bunch of people getting together to get together i mean that goes a long ways back in to the history of this area and how people got here and why they're here or came mm-hmm. or come back here. Um, but then there's some other things, you know, uh, Ufta Fest happens in the fall here, which is coming up near, uh, near in time and some of those things and just giving people those reasons to take pride in their town and to get together and have those conversations and, and do that. I think it's a really important thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to be Norwegian to have fun. <laughs> We're proof of that. In fact, it might help yeah. not to be. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, I'm talking with Pat and Patrick Longmire. Red's hometown market in Spring Grove. Shopreds.com is where you can find all their information online. Uh, they are on Facebook, Instagram as well. I went back and just found your birthday post. How cool is that? I'm a couple weeks late. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm a little behind on my timing. But, there we uh, go. You know. Yeah, you're doing homework. Got to throw all that stuff out there. Uh, and Red's uh, just on the uh, just on the outskirt of uh, Spring Grove. Uh, if you're coming through town at some point, do make sure you stop by 
I uh, grab a coffee on the earlier hours of the day, grab a beer on the later hours of the day, check things out, uh, and, and swing by the deli as well. All sorts of good stuff. Uh, gentlemen, I can't thank you enough for uh, for taking the time to uh, swing through and talk with me today. I do have one other fun question I'm asking a couple uh, of people, and you and you can you can tell me. Do you have a do you have a favorite uh, flavor of Spring Grove soda? Do you guys still drink Spring Grove soda? Or are you like sodaed out? <laughs> I'd say the old man's gonna say no. He watches oh, his sugar pretty hard. Uh, yeah, 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 right, man. It's hard to to beat her up here. I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go with that too. All right, fair enough. Unless you're, you know, I guess if you're gonna be mixing bourbon in it, then this sour's pretty a, solid. I was a fan of the sour when I was a kid, and it yeah. has it has stuck through as an adult. But I, I didn't realize as a kid, of course, it's, it's a fantastic mixer. So. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Keep that to ourselves. Who would have thought? <laughs> I love it. Pat and Patrick, thanks for taking time to be here today. It has been a pleasure to talk with you guys. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you're both busy making it all happen. And uh, we look forward to uh, everything that you continue to bring into the region. Thanks for making it happen. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. This is Rhymes with Decora, a podcast project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com. Stories about communities you love by people you trust. Uh, find it all online as well at decora.fun. We have about the first 20 shows up, so you can check those out and see what's happening. If you enjoy the music on today's show, it's the work of Nick Zelinsky, Mr. Nick Zelinsky. Uh, he's a decoran, he's a drummer. He's on Instagram at Indicative of Drumming. You can check his stuff out. We super appreciate that. Thanks for being here, folks, and uh, we will talk again soon. It's Rhymes with Decora. Rhymes with Decora is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com.